Jackson. This is the 77 WABC minicast. This is Let the Record Show, using common sense. Now, here are your hosts, Judge Richard Weinberg and Chairman Jesse Garcia. We're back on Let the Record Show with Chairman Jesse Garcia of the Republican Party. I'm Judge Richard Weinberg. And now we're honored and privileged to have the town supervisor of the town of, of Brookhaven, Ed Romaine. Ed is Republican conservative candidate for county executive of Suffolk County. I have a place out on Suffolk County. I'm looking forward to having the leadership of somebody who's experienced as dedicated as uh, Supervisor Romaine. He's a town supervisor of the town of uh, Brookhaven, which is a population, I gather, in excess of a half a million people. Geographically, it's, uh, it's bigger than, uh, than Nassau. He's always had balanced budgets. He's always been uh, for limiting unnecessary taxes. He's been a great leader out in Suffolk. Indeed, he's endorsed by Newsday, which is an amazing thing for a Republican conservative to get endorsed by Newsday and other newspapers. In fact, Newsday calls him the best local town executive in, in all of the island. Ed Romaine, welcome to Let the Record Show with Chairman Garcia and myself. Your Honor, it's a pleasure to be on with you. There's a lot of issues that are going to decide the future of this county, and I can't wait for Election Day, and hopefully I'm successful, and I have an opportunity to deal with some of those issues. Well, I think you're very well positioned to be the county executive, having been the most successful representative in the executive capacity out on the, out on the island, and you're universally acknowledged as, as such. Could you tell us what the big issues are for you as you go forward? Well, the big issues, uh, I don't have to tell you, as someone from New York City, one of the big issues here in Suffolk is to stop unvetted migrants from being placed in Suffolk County. We see what's happening in New York City. We don't want to see that happen here. We don't have the resources to deal with it. It's breaking the city's back. I feel very bad for Mayor Adams uh, because this is a burden, financial burden, that, that is going to be very difficult for the city to deal with. I think one of the other big issues is public safety in it is the first obligation of every government to provide public safety. Crime is up, and yet we have vacancies in our police department, our detectives, uh, and that we're paying taxes for, but these positions are not being filled. I would fill these positions. I would add more prosecutors. I would make sure we would go after the criminals. And as a county, we do something that a lot of counties don't do. We actually tax your LIPA bill, your your electric bill. We tax your home heating oil. We tax your natural gas and your propane. Look, I want to make Suffolk more, not only safer but more affordable. That's a tax I want to do away with. It's a regressive tax. falls heavily on the poor. Uh, we want to make sure that that tax is gone if we can. Uh, some of the other things is we want to stop LIPA from hiking our electric rates higher than they are. They're almost, I think, the second highest in the nation. We just can't afford that. We have to keep Long Island safe and affordable. And what are your, what are your thoughts about uh, the Democrat-controlled state legislature, which has created this climate of lawlessness because of their pro-criminal, anti-law enforcement agendas? Uh, for example, like the cashless bail, we can't hold anybody in except under very limited circumstances, and there's no discretion given to judges to hold defendants in who are threats to public safety. 
Well, I, I think that's disgraceful. Look, my, my opponent's running on the working families line. Uh, if you study the working families line, they advocate defunding the police, cashless bail, and clean slate for felons, things I don't agree with. Um, you know, I, I was talking to our DA, uh, Ray Tierney, a great DA, and he said, you know, Ed, if a mosquito lands on your arm, that mosquito weighs about two milligrams. You take two milligrams of fentanyl, you're dead. But under the state laws, you would need eight ounces of fentanyl to hold someone on bail. That could kill 114,000 people. Tells you something about our state laws and whether they are based in reality or not. Well, that's a real, that's a real problem because Jesse and I have been talking about this for a long time. You know, I, as, a, as a general counsel, a city council, and chief counsel to Peter Vallon, the speaker, we're the ones who uh, created the Safe Street, Safe City program. And we recognized way back when, during the Dinkins administration, if you don't have a safe city, if you don't have high quality of life, if you don't make a good place to raise your children, to walk the streets safely, to engage in uh, the cultural opportunities, go to the medical centers, if people are not safe and they don't feel safe, you lose your population. You know, Ed, you have a substantial number of people who fled the state of New York. You have, like, I think it was 540,000 people over the last couple of years who fled New York. What's the impact of that kind of fleeing when people vote with their feet? That, that's, that's huge, Your Honor. Look, uh, as a percentage of population, New York lost more population than any other state in the union. It says something about the state policies that the state legislature and Governor Hockel is adopting. Obviously, they are not being met with joy and happiness. And people say, you know what? I can't afford to live in New York. And now with some of the crazy laws they're passing, it's time to leave. And we see more and more people leaving. I was, I'm here to fight for the future of Suffolk County and the people living here. I want to keep Suffolk safe. I want to keep it affordable. I want to make sure we have clean water. We have sewers. We do all the things that are right. But if the state continues its policies, it's just going to drive more and more people away. And I'm going to tell you, if I'm elected as county executive, I'm going to be a strong voice against some of these policies that make New York so unattractive that people leave. Retirees can't stay here. Young people can't get a start here. It's time to change some of the policies that we have in the state. Otherwise, we're going to lose our future. Jesse. Uh, Ed, thank you for being here. And it's, it's a unique opportunity for me to be here with you to interview you. But one of the things I want to share with Judge Weinberg and our listeners is that Ed Romaine does not shy away from a fight. And it does not matter if someone is doing something wrong, he's going to go after him. I want to just give two examples. Uh, you know, in the past, people thought that the big banks were all part of, you know, and were funding Republican candidates and, and such. When Ed Romaine came into office and was in the, in the, in the, he rebuilt Brookhaven South Shore in the wake of the Superstorm Sandy. You saw those zombie homes popping up all over the place that were being used by drug dealers, gang leaders, and really hurting the quality of life and the property values of residents. You initiated a program that's now been copied by other towns throughout Long Island to eliminate, to raise from the, the streetscape. Those zombie homes, maybe speak a little bit about that and how that's helped the quality of life, the improvement of our property values and the safety of our streets. Well, if you have a zombie home on your street, 
every other house on that street has lost tremendous amount of value. Who's going to buy on that street with a burnout or wreck or a house where you have drug dealers or squatters living in? We went after suburban blight. At this point, Brookhaven Town alone has taken down 400 homes over the last few years. That has cleaned up, and there's a message there to banks to, who are holding these foreclosures and letting them turn into wrecks. Hey, either you take care of your property, or if it becomes a zombie house, we're going to take it down. We're going to clean it up. We're going to charge you, put it on your tax roll, and we're going to clean up this property because we owe it to everyone else on that street to do that. So, no, we're not going to allow suburban blight to overtake us. We saw what urban blight did to the cities years ago. We're not going to let it happen here.